This is episode number 433 of JP Water Cooler, WordPress 6.1, for those about to block. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me at Jason Tucker on Twitter. Say read is muted. And she's muted. Oh, that was muted. That's so sad. And y'all know who it is. It's your boy, Jason Cosper, a.k.a. Fatma. We'll make back at it again on the world's most influential WordPress <laughs> podcast. Speaking of podcasts, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, Spotify, wherever you're listening to us. And you can come hang out with us over on Discord. On the Discord. is in the description below. The cool thing about the Discord is that I don't forget to mute, unmute myself. You know, it's 10 years in and I know what we're doing. I totally do. I did this oh, awesome God. ASMR like countdown specifically for John. Oh, really? J trip, yes. Um, nice. But, um, it, it didn't go through because. It, it, anyway, yeah. Here's six point Wonderwall. <laughs> I, I, I used your line. One. Sorry, I do. <laughs> We're doing it, people. It's it's early. Because usually we do the 6.1 chit chat after it comes out. But I think we were just all feeling a little bit like we've done a lot of like hard topics lately. So we wanted to do something that was a little um, just a little slower, maybe just a little a little easier. Okay, good. I'll keep doing it. (laughs) Sorry. I get, I get, you know, if you make a request in the chat, it is, it is <laughs> right to us directly. So, you right. know, uh, definitely use it wisely. So anyway, I, I've who heard... gonna, I have lots to say about 6.1. Yeah. I did not this morning, but I do now. And, um, I, uh, who wants to, who wants to, yeah, I mean, I've heard, I've heard folks saying that there isn't a lot to this update and then who has if you said go, that they are liars oh that was you mean. go look they're, they're you not go, informed correctly <laughs> you go look and 6.1 is chock full of stuff it there's is a lot of stuff that's i think going that on this ep- this episode this is not this episode this release is the release that web developers were like imagining when Gutenberg first came out, like, I think this we're here now. We're like at the thing where web developers were like, this could be like mildly threatening. And, and then it wasn't at all <laughs> threatening. It was like, murp, murp. <laughs> but now I'm looking at it in a kind of different way. And I'm saying, I mean, obviously anything could be threatening, you know, jobs in tech can be, what's yeah. the word for it? A blip, not obliterated. Uh, obfus- not obfuscated. What that was last it? episode. No one has this word for me. <laughs> no, it's okay. Obsoleted. That's not a word, but they made obsolete. Yeah, we'll, made we'll just obsolete. have the, that, we'll have the computers yeah. program in JavaScript, and then we'll we'll just do the PHP part of it, and then we'll be okay. <laughs> I went to see. I was writing my WordPress uh, uh, profile up for some reason, and um, I went to see. I went on Web Archive, Web Wayback Machine to see my first when I did make my first and had my very first WordPress website and uh, in the Wayback machine, the site, like right before it turns to WordPress, it displays a giant picture that says Adobe flash is not supported. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, that's when I made the switch. It's right there. 2006. 
Twitter it was. So you were you were asking how to start this off. If I had to pick oh. one thing, mm-hmm. the one thing is probably going to be uh, the fluid um, ty- um, typography. That by far, I think, is going to be the big one for me is just the simple fact that it's going to just kind of pick the font size that it needs and resize it depending on your small, medium, large, and however it is that you kind of work out all of those sizes and how okay, you're going to go about doing that. Real quick, I just, I really dislike actively, dis- I don't like actively dislike a lot of things, even in UI, but I actively dislike the small, medium, large font picker. Well, you can name it whatever you want. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm just like, oh, that's so annoying. I think, I don't know, maybe it's like, too fast foodie or like something it's just something about it uh feels or maybe just because it's been so clunky (laughs) it's just like (laughs) i don't know anyway that's just a personal preference and especially with the responsive um sizes that will be very helpful yeah and if you want to play with that um frost wp um brian gardner's went and put put that in his uh, frost wp um plug or theme so if you want to go check that out just to kind of play around with it in your uh you know your local dev environment feel free to go play around with that it's it's really cool looking and it'll it'll work really nice once you if you're running the uh the beta or or just do what i do and put everything in production because nothing matters (laughs) matters. i've actually i've done that with my uh my say read media site is now just uh because it's not even my company anymore so it's now just a I don't, there's like old content. I'm just playing with it. So if you go there now, there's just some stuff. I don't even know what's happening on that side at all. But it is, yeah, it's I, like a playground. But I think that the, um, I don't, I, I think this is also finally the release where the the full site editing and the block, the Gutenberg, Gutenberg and full site editing are, are merged. Do you, have you experienced that at all? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely getting a little more uh, cohesive. Uh, right, it doesn't actually... feel as much like two separate things, exactly. Right, yeah, it, it definitely is uh, starting to feel just more, more like, um, it, instead of, I mean, we were just talking about this like a release or two ago. I mean, in 5.9, it was 5.9, right? When they merged, uh, when they finally said, okay, full site editor, it's like supported now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's taken us two releases, the, the, the better part of this past year to get to a point where it's like, oh, okay, this actually feels like, um, a, a unified thing instead of, uh, here is this thing that where yeah. we edit our posts and uh, over here you can do site stuff, I guess. Oh, I maybe we want to. I'm, I'm, I, I do think it's still, um, it's definitely not seamless. And I was, you know, the, the most exciting thing for me, I'm sorry, Jason, were you done talking about the fluid typography? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh, we're good. Okay. Cause I was going to say, I think uh, the most exciting thing for me are the, uh, the core editor improvements. Um, there's a here. I'll send this link over. That um, was a. I have to like go around my microphone. Sorry. <laughs> it was a, um, uh, from Anne McCarthy, who is basically been just running the full site editing show for. They were. I would consider them to be the showrunner of full site editing. If that, sure. If that is a is a good translation um, cross industry. Uh, term for it because I don't think we have a term for it I know that they are the um, 
uh, editor triage lead this release cycle, but definitely Anne has been leading the full site editing charge. Um, when I was going through this, this this is what I was talking about in terms of this is what seems to me to be finally actually because it has now, you can add the fonts, you can add the styles, you can add your spacing and your dimensions and all of that. This is finally uh, equivalent with a page builder because I, I still don't think that it was. It was last, even just 6.1, it was just a glorified like tiny MCE a little bit, you know, it was like just a little bit better than that. But this with the block controls that are here now, it really is nuanced and you can go, like if you're doing this from the front end, you can get so detailed. You could change every single little bit of your page. Mm -hmm. And I wonder, this is where the, 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 the merging with FSE comes in, because obviously these controls are extremely useful to have on your templates, because then you are, you know, if you're, for example, one of these examples they show is styling the social icons. So that makes sense if you're putting your styled social icons in your footer, for example. But I just had this vision of everyone, all of these users just ignoring the templating part because it's, it's definitely still confusing. And I don't think that it is um, super intuitive in terms of just like understanding how they go together. And, and I understand how templates work and I still don't find it intuitive. Or yeah. maybe that's the problem. Right. I'm not sure. But um I think and you can that, see that there's there is quite a bit here that's still you know left to be done. You know, yeah, I don't know which of you know are these graphics updated. I don't know if these are dynamic graphics. No, <laughs> probably not. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, so I think this is from September. So a lot of a lot of this might have been. Um, it, th there are so many. They've basically put typography and borders and styles uh, into every single block. But this, so this is my question. Like I really envision, or not my question, but just my concern, I suppose. And maybe it's not a concern, but I envision all of these end users ignoring the whole FSE templating component and just inline styling every detail of the page. And I, I think that's really interesting from a control perspective. Like it almost makes each page like the possibility to be an ind individual work of art which is very interesting and has a lot of applications, but it definitely turns the whole concept of like CSS and the cascading styles. of the cascading style sheets. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, it turns that whole concept of, of, uh, of not doing inline styling uh, <laughs> on its head. So this is still back to that thing where I still feel like we're like, in the we're like kind of going really retro like this is is it the my specification of wordpress maybe where you can then like edit every little thing with like your html styling it's like receding well, okay. style sheets i mean the <laughs> receding style sheets <laughs> the uh the thing that i have uh, always argued for is to let wordpress be a little more weird so i i actually wouldn't mind the my specification of wordpress like let i mean i don't think you're gonna avoid it i think it's gonna happen sure <laughs> this is happening sure. um, and and i'm i'm absolutely certain that um you know any uh designer focused listeners that we have are like oh no please no like um oh, it's all, all of the, yeah <laughs> 
all of the improvements that have been made to to theme JSON, uh, I saw someone frame it the other day about like, well, why why don't you just write this as CSS? Like, why are you shoveling everything into JSON to then be converted into to CSS? But effectively, like, it is letting you make um, sort of a style guide for your site, which I think is such like a, a, a cool and, and decent way to go about doing things. But like you said, say, you have to put the stuff in the right place for that to even work correctly. Yeah, I mean, I think we're gonna have a huge, and I think this will probably see, we people will probably see a lot of this on wordpress.com because that is definitely a more user-centered uh, WordPress base, obviously, like end user-centered in terms mm -hmm. of like, people who are operating their own thing as opposed to someone who is a developer in between, although of course that exists, but less. Um, so I think, and obviously this is getting fully implemented on .com. So I think you're gonna, we we could see, start to see that innovation. I would love to find out if there's some sort of way to, you know, talking about status or tracking stats or anything. <laughs> Not that that's controversial, but I would love to see um, as this evolves, is there a way to find out who is using the full site editing part of it versus just the front end? And like, you know, is like every page, it's all going to be 2022, but every page is like just individually coded. And then, I, I mean, I think we're going to get there and you're going to be, you're going to see the WordPress get weird. Like it's going to get weird before people realize that the template editor is there and how it works. And, and that whole process continues to get iterated upon because it's going to keep getting better. It is getting better. They're making it better all the time. So yeah. I think I, I'm hopeful. That, so it's kind of like a two ways. One, I'd like a template editor to get better so that we don't have this time where it's just all inline styling and a bunch of sites get locked into like, just like, I don't, I don't what is that export like? I don't even know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, a lot of is, inline stuff, apparently. I guess you could probably just take all your content out still. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I have not looked at the look looked at the export data lately. I've well, and sure. the thing is, is this is coming out on November first, so we'll yeah. be doing Dev Branch like that that week. So we'll definitely have to talk about some of that Ooh, like yeah. more technical sides of it. So you have a little bit to 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 study up on that. Uh, so <laughs> you, know, you don't have to have out. all the answers right this second. So no, another one no. of these things that I'm, I'm super interested in is the custom taxonomy terms. Um, I've been playing around with a whole bunch of these different plugins to kind of figure out like what's the best one. And what's funny is I was doing this while I was running like the current build, not the RC um, build. So um, I installed the RC build. And I'm like, oh, this exists. What? Okay. So I don't need those plugins anymore. All right, cool. Right. I, I, Slash this, taxonomy this and I'm good like, to go. <laughs> like this release feels like it is... Uh, like, I mean, obviously, you know, all the, all the work that ACF has been doing with blocks and bringing the, you know, custom custom data into blocks. I have not done a full uh, deep dive into this particular uh, custom taxonomy block, but it does seem to me that this is a way to, um, this this would eventually surpass or supplant, I guess you would say, uh, the need for that type of block because it would just be oh. an inherent query block that you can design and style and pull your custom taxonomy and pull your custom post types and pull your custom fields. And then, I mean, you can make custom fields in WordPress. Like you can make it. 
like you don't need ACF to make custom fields. Like, yeah. So I, I, I you know, I, I, this, like I keep coming back to this release feels to me like uh, it is finally showing the um, disruption that just to use an industry term, the disruption that was anticipated like five years ago when Gutenberg first came out. I think we're seeing that starting in this release because not that it's going to, you know, totally make web developers or designers obsolete. It's just going to really, it's really changing Mm-hmm. how that flow works and how, how that works because you have to retool your entire workflow to incorporate different versions of this. Like I'm going to have to, I've already on some hybrid sites that I have, I spend a lot of time pulling things out of the Gutenberg uh, panel. Like, so their panel, mm-hmm. they're no longer meta boxes, they're panels. And, you know, I had to learn how to pull those out so that my clients aren't, you know, setting things, especially when I'm using ACF fields for data input or whatever. So um, I'm spending a lot of time pulling things out and turning things off. And I think that's. Um, Which interesting. I'd imagine, yeah, <laughs> I imagine you're probably going to like the fact that you can now like do some of those uh, locking elements so that yeah. you're able to, to lock things down a little bit better, which is going to be um, pretty nice. Um, I'm looking on Kinsta's uh, write-up that they did um, for this, and they they wrote that um, lock inside container block with one click, which yeah, you can lock uh, the whole structure, like it, you know, you can lock, yeah. lock the whole thing down as opposed to having to lock individual elements, which is a very pain. It is a pain. Yeah. somewhere around someplace, it is a pain. Um, so so that's definitely great. I and that uh, last checkbox not- is good, or the little the little. Um, whatever that is, um, you can do uh, uh, apply these to all the child blocks as well. That's ridiculously handy because it just cascades down. I wonder uh, if it's possible now. I don't actually know the answer to this question. So if anyone in the audience knows or if either of you know, it'd be great to know. Or I'll go look it up afterwards. Uh, but is uh, are you able to restrict yet blocks by role? Ooh, I don't know if we... Are we there yet? Because that's coming. You know that's coming. If we're locking blocks, then we should be able to say, you know, subscriber, you know, can get into these blocks and not subscriber, obviously. Subscribers can't do anything. Uh, (laughs) You know, editors or or whatever can get into different things. And then, you know, we're really talking about supplanting a lot of different plugins that have come up. Um, In fact, I actually just saw, uh, I was uh, trying to solve a problem for, mm, I don't remember what it was, but I came across a plugin in the repo that had just been um, basically uh, obsoleted by a feature they had improved in in, uh, 6.0. So they were like, well, you can install this plugin if you want, but it's totally moot now. So, you know, that's really interesting. We have all of these, I mean, it's interesting from a legacy debt standpoint that we have all of these. Uh, plugins that are basically like well that is now included in wordpress so i don't have so there's no point in developing this further but then we're talking about you know backwards compatibility how do you switch from some of those existing structures and plugins that you have in place that might be sunsetting and then over to the new one so if web developers are looking for work that would be an area i think you might want to get into like the transitioning of uh, existing plugin structures to the new 
the, the new structure because it's all the same yeah. data in theory. But, but does that person right. go in and start contributing to essentially what they've been, you know, worked out of a job for them and, and start contributing more into because most of these plugins are free, obviously. But like that person could go and say, you know what, I just want to start. I, I have all this extra stuff that I was going to write into mine. I'm just going to write this into core now because it's now part of, you know, the type of thing that I'm working into. I mean, that'd be cool. I don't know if that's going to happen. I think yeah. I think it could happen if we we as a community were proactive in in addressing this change. I think the split of the, you know, develop the developer camp and the anti-Gutenberg camp and that, you know, just kind of the, the different feelings about this. It always comes down to feelings with WordPress um, is that is, is preventing us from having cohesive conversations about this transition. Right. And I know these conversations are absolutely happening. You know, Courtney is uh, Courtney uh, Robertson is doing so much work over on Learn WP to make sure that the documents are there and that you know people have this information to know how to use it. Um, oh, there's a there's a new course uh, that was just published on uh, Learn WP that is like a full course of how to build a block. Um, and I hope we'll be able to have that author on to talk about that yeah. at some point. But um, so I, I know she's doing a lot of that work, but what about those plugin developers whose stuff is just sunsetted or the companies that are set up that are just finding, you know, the, the page builder companies, all of those folks, like there are people that work at those companies. There are, you know, there's, there's so many people who use those products. And I think that not talking about that as a community as an ecosystem comprehensively and just being like, well, core is over here doing its thing and the plugins are just going to keep doing their thing over here and try to hope that it works. Like, I think, I feel like we're making a split. We're like splitting ourselves in a weird way. And so yeah. like core is kind of like, we're, we're doing our thing and we're marching along and everyone else is kind of, um, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, 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 I get it. I get it. Um, yeah. Does it I, feel like that to you guys? Well, but it it does, but I think I think I think the thing is is that core, you know, the, the people working on this project need to look at what Divi, Beaver Builder, and all these folks have already done and watch if you if they can watch the things that they changed and how they changed them as they were going along through their development cycles. Right. Because that that right there is going to tell you, like, yeah, just because you can do something isn't necessarily be the, the right way to do it. And looking at how some of these other folks have been doing it. And not to say that they're 100% correct, because there's definitely things in Beaver Builder that drive me nuts. But there are things that are that, you know, we're, Gutenberg's years behind. And FSE is definitely years behind. Yeah, and but it, it has it has the I don't know if it's second mover or last mover or there's like some expression for yep. because it has the benefit of all of that. It can see the fully developed mm -hmm. uh, stages of and when I say it, I, but I they mean, would have to. That's the it. thing. Like they they should look at that. I mean, right I think that they they are to a certain extent. I've seen it feels like there's similarities there, but honestly, a lot of this is just common sense when you're trying to do a thing like it makes sense to put typography and borders and a border radius like these are just so I don't feel like a lot of it's not so much the innovation is happening in terms of of, of features it's just that innovation is happening in terms of those features being available here 
So, cause like, I don't think that there's anything in this release that is new on the web. That, not to my knowledge anyway, you know, so it's all just stuff that's getting packed in there. So, and, and with the amount of stuff that's in six one, I think that that is exactly part of being able to be kind of last mover. Cause you can be like, all right, we need all this in here and we need all of this in here. It's like a supermarket sweep. You know, they're just like going down the aisles of the page builder. And they're like, we need all these things. We need Definitely. all these things. That's where you were going to say something. So, <laughs> I, I really where to begin. Yeah. Um I, I really feel like uh Gutenberg is sort of walking this path that all of its predecessors paved uh, effectively. Like mm-hmm. um, you know, there were uh the initial uh page builders that were out there kind of cutting the trail, uh the people who uh came after uh, I, I would say, especially like Elementor, sort of paved the road, and now uh, you know the 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 big wheels of Gutenberg are just just traveling big down. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's like one of those dump trucks, uh, you know, that are just have right. like the gigantic wheels, and it's just barreling down the middle <laughs> of this road. Yeah, that's actually and a great visual. I like see it with a G on it, it's like <laughs> going down. Yeah, uh, but I, I really, um, I, I am happy that we continue to get these refinements. Uh, I uh, appreciate all the, the work that is being put into this. Um, and um, yeah, you know what? We're not um, doing anything that is necessarily uh, unique that sets uh, WordPress apart from any of the other content management systems. My hope is that um, I'm I'm gonna bring it back to Tumblr now that uh, Guten- <laughs> I was gonna now talk about Tumblr. Yeah, now that Gutenberg is in Tumblr as like an experimental editor mode, now that they put uh, Gutenberg into Tumblr, like um, when do we start getting Tumblr in our Gutenberg? When do we start getting these uh, fun? experimental like um you know when do post formats come back that's like, all you I ever that... want is post formats that's it's <laughs> it's like my already oh my god it okay is, i have one more thing i have one more thing it I is the windmill it is the windmill that i i keep tilting at i know that <laughs> I, this is like uh i i am don quixote and i i am just <laughs> forever going on about post formats I, I you know what here's the thing you're going to get them. They're going to come back because they're, they were Matt Mullenweg's dream and he's got Tumblr. And, you know, he did say at the uh, at WordCamp US that he envisions Gutenberg, be getting my Gutenberg, Gutenberg being uh, wider spread even than WordPress. So that does yeah. tell you a little bit about the uh, trajectory. I do want in the last two minutes just to say real quick some things about the folks who were on this release uh, cycle. Um, and there's some really interesting stuff here. Some of things didn't get put into the release cycle, like WebP, bit of a controversy about that whole deal. So, you know, go ask some people about that, not me. Um, but I did, that. you know, there's some great people on this team. Uh, like we said, Anne uh, McCarthy has really been uh, uh, just flying the flag for it um, the, this whole time. But I did want to just observe, and we have two minutes left. Um, so I did a quick count of the folks on the team 
and just check their sponsored status because I'm always really interested to know of, you know, who is working on this stuff. And uh, Matt Mullenweg, uh, I was going to say a title, but then I was like, I don't have a title to give. Uh, Co-founder of WordPress uh, was the release lead. And, um, it, you know, that role is really interesting if you look at it in terms of like get commits and things like that. Um, but uh, there were nine automaticians, nine folks on this team sponsored by Automatic. Um, is that and it? There was, huh? Is that it? Nine? <laughs> It's not the whole team. Uh, there's one from GoDaddy, one from 10Up, one from uh, WP Engine. That's Nick Diego, who's been really doing the rounds. He was a core editor, core triage editor with Anne. And uh, one from XWP. And then um, what looks like four to five independent folks uh, who are sp or sponsored by smaller uh, companies, including Rich Tabor, who um, Extendify, I think, which, uh, you know, so that's really interesting just from like a, these folks, like he's the design lead working on this from a really small company. Uh, but uh, there were also two other automatic folks who helped shape the release squad in general. But, you know, when we're talking about all the stuff we talked about last week and the week before and um, the data and, you know, we're talking about core development and releases, I think it's really important to look at who is actually on the team um, and, you know, how that team gets chosen that's important as well. But yeah. with those numbers, like without automatic, that wouldn't like, I don't know what would fill that spot, but that's nine people who are basically paid full time. And most of them are primarily full time on, well, Matt Mullenweg is not full time on WordPress, but uh, eight people who are in theory full time on WordPress um, who are dedicating their time to this. Um, plus, you know, all the rest of the folks from the other companies. So, you know, it's it's free, but it's not free. So this was paid for. This this work time that went into this release and all the releases is being paid for by companies. That is just something that's I think really important to remember because it isn't just people who are making WordPress. It is people who are sponsored to do that um, by certain companies. And I'm not making a value judgment on whether that's right or wrong or whatever it is. I'm just pointing it out. Yeah. it's 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 free as in someone else's beer it's free as in you're at someone's party and they're giving you beer yep yep <laughs> and you're not sure if there was a cover charge but you can't find your wallet we'll say thank you very much for that final thought yeah i appreciate nice that final thoughts. <laughs> all right well thank you very much for hanging out with us today Bye. like i said we will be definitely talking about this uh next month when we get into dev branch and maybe uh get talking about some of those sorts of things we'll we'll see how that goes and we'll talk to y'all later Bye-bye. Go over to dipyreport.com slash subscribe. Subscribe to us over there. I built a nice little subscribey thing over there, and it's super fun, so go check it out. Did you build lastly, it in Gutenberg? Lastly, make sure you go over to our LinkedIn and follow us over there. We'd really appreciate it. We'd love to build a stream over there. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. See you in the Discord.